we can build anything inside the metaverse digital is moving towards different direction and 3.0 is built around decentralization of data of ownership like i'm actually imagining in the future where you have say 50 metaverses converging hey everyone welcome to an all new season of thoughtcast by one thing This is a all new season with fresh conversations great people to learn from. In this season we're bringing people who will help shape the future of internet and bringing conversations which will change the way we use internet forever. You know to start off with metaverse web 3.0 which is one of the most hot topic, you know hottest topic recently. Let's understand how brands and products will be able to use NFTs uh metaverses daos etc into their day to day operations into the physical world into the virtual world how the transition will happen so for this conversation we thought of bringing in akshay gurnani who is co-founder of shebang and has helped thousands of brands in the digital space and in the physical world and now he's all set to bring the brands to the digital world and web 3.0 as we call it before we dig into this conversation don't forget to subscribe to our podcast on spotify and apple We are also live on YouTube from the season onwards. Hey Akshay, welcome to Thoughtcast, and thank you for doing this with me. I mean, I've been following your journey, and I'm so happy to be here again in this studio. I think I came here about four years ago, and this while, was a while before yeah, uh, lockdown. Also lockdown also, and I think it was what I saw two fifty people on the floor, and last time we met, you said like into four. You've been like blazing all guns, man. Tell me more about it. How did This whole journey happened, and I'd love to know more about this man. Back in 2011, where you know social media marketing was very very nascent in in a country like India. Of course, the West had still adopted a lot of you know Facebook and Twitter back then. Those were the only two platforms that we had. Uh, but you know when I joined the agency side, this is in 2011. We were still trying to understand. where is in the industry moving towards how our brands going to sort of adopt digital going forward um, and i think i was very lucky to be in a space that was growing an industry that was actually growing and very nascent fairly so you know i joined another company back then we were about 8 people 10 people uh, didn't know much about where the industry is moving towards but we said okay let's try and see where this goes um, you know i was fortunate to have grown with the agency because the industry was going back in the day um, i spent 2 years in bombay handling a bunch of brands over here doing content you know i grew up to becoming a group account manager and then moved to gurgaon actually and that's how we we happened to meet you were my client back back <laughs> there uh, and i'm i'm grateful for the time the two years i spent in gurgaon as well you know i think that was a good learning experience for me in terms of how to grow teams how to uh, you know build brands specifically how to understand culture uh, you know in a in a different city altogether and i'm yeah. being from bombay gurgaon for me was like i was a complete fish out of water like i had no idea what hit me that the day i landed in gurgaon i'm like shit what is happening here right like it's a different culture altogether but those two years were great i i learned a lot um and and for me like you know i always wanted to evade the mba like i didn't want to go ahead and do the mba typically how most people want to do that in their journeys i said okay fine let me try entrepreneurship because it it might give me the confidence of doing something on my own and i might end up learning a lot more doing my own you know venture what probably an mba might not teach me can actually come through my learnings in my own journey um then back in 2014 is when you know me and my two partners uh, harshil and soil we moved out of the previous agency and then we got together and started shebang uh, so 2015 january is when we incorporated shebang 
we were fortunate to start working with a few you know key brands right in the beginning like a Finolex and a couple of other small startup brands but then our first big entry came with Godridge coming to your question about you know how the past few years have been in terms of the exponential growth i think uh, the fortunately unfortunately i would say the lockdown has been pretty kind to us from in that sense uh, and you know i think brands have been adopting digital a lot lot more the kind of spends that are actually coming on to uh, digital as a platform has increased manifold um, we are hoping in the next couple of years digital will overtake even you know tv and print in terms of overall spend so uh, we are riding the wave right now in terms of seeing how we can really grow these brands and you know acquire more clients onto our roster um, and you know as the human capital business the more brands you acquire the more people you've got to hire to actually service those right so uh, we've we've acquired many new brands in the past i mean 2 to 1 and a half years because of the lockdown specifically and uh, which is why we had to hire enough people to also manage these brands so today we are about 900 people across mumbai bangalore and delhi digital is becoming mainstream now i mean there's no two way about it yeah. like so there's two angles to digital like and probably you're in the entire spectrum now and you're playing in the entire spectrum one is creation and then there is taking it out to the market Deployment right and, and yeah so and you kind of uh, are playing in the spectrum uh, pretty evenly now what i want to understand from you is and you know from the brands that you worked with so we as an organization are more uh, we work with products more we work with transactional platforms products you know where uh, the teams that we interact with are they have clear understanding of what products are right i mean uh, for them a website is a website from them for them product they know it it translates into certain metrics which are very different from a marketing website now in your scenario i'm sure you would be working with a lot of brand managers or marketing managers Absolutely. right yeah. and brands now are building their own products also correct right they want to compete with new age startups modern tech and right. they want to bring their users and own their users on Absolutely. those platforms those right exactly so in your point of view uh, how do you think the brands today are understanding the role of products uh, the role of say ux ui design and merging marketing uh, with it right because they don't have product managers they, the marketing managers are running products right. like how do you see see that transition happening uh, yeah. within the brand yeah. so i think the the good part of you know today's brand managers are that they many of them actually come from the agency side right so they've they've learned they've understood the importance of consumers on the digital platforms in terms of consumer experience consumer journeys um and they become a very mindful about how the consumers need to transact with the brand online um again your point is right that in terms of you know brands want to actually create their own product mm-hmm. comes from the mindset that i need to own the data of the consumer at the end of the day because we know we're moving towards a cookie-less world and you know data is more important than oil and more valuable and oil oil those all those different kind of you know terminologies we keep hearing but yeah clients are understanding the importance of actually harnessing and uh, you know owning the consumer data and that can only come through if you have a good consumer experience um, which is where clients are very mindful about how the the consumer has having a good experience not just on the social platform mm-hmm. but also moving them onto a web experience or an app for example and and having the same kind of an experience there as well true i think uh, picking up from what you just said like when we started you know ux education was the thing like we had to tell yeah. you know product managers brand managers that what ux is then there was a division which obviously like you guys were handling the marketing and yeah. the, or there were internal stakeholders who were handling the marketing and suddenly there's a 
very unified need of improving CX, right? Which is great because it brings uh, marketing teams and product teams together and customer is the winner, right? And we're not focusing on one touch point. We're in multifaceted and there there are multiple touch points that we are converging into one single experience which we today calling CX and not UX or marketing or product or anything yeah. altogether. I mean, it's all, everything is, or we're trying to connect everything into one experience, yeah. right? But, you know, it's funny that you reach a stage and, and then there is a new technology, there's a new era that kind of comes in. I mean, thanks to last two years of COVID, I mean, Digital is moving towards a different direction and Web 3.0 that we all keep talking about from CX to experiences and I think things are moving towards immersive. So what, what is your perspective onto it? Like where do you see things moving for brands, for users per se? And what are you tense to, your, your two cents around it? Specifically around 3.0? Yeah, like brands in 3.0 if you have yeah. to call it this yeah. way. So I think 3.0 is is a very broad spectrum of what is possible with 3.0. Of course, 3.0 is built around decentralization of data, of ownership, where a lot of the ownership rests with the end consumer, uh, which means that me as a consumer, I have control over what I'm sharing and how much I want to share of that as well. and built on 3.0 can be a lot of, you know, there's a blockchain that comes into play, the NFTs that come into play, the metaverse that come into play. So as a concept, 3.0 is extremely exciting because it unlocks a lot of different opportunities for brands to actually create experiences and create content on these different touch points. So, you know, to broadly talk about certain things that we can do with our brands even like on 3.0 when it comes to like even say building NFTs or building a metaverse for example the easiest barrier to entry is getting a brand into a metaverse right you already have these built out ecosystems where people are virtually interacting and again 3.0 is a lot about communities right that's one of the key words that come with 3.0 is community building that if you can find like-minded individuals coming together for a, a unified cause is where 3.0 sort of really builds out from there, right? So so coming to Metaverse, you know, actually getting brands into a Metaverse. Again, there are few popular Metaverses already built out, like a Decentraland, for example, where you can go and buy a plot of land. You can build on that. You can build on the particular blockchain. Could be Solana, could be Ethereum, for example. And then have an experience inside that building that you've created where people can come and transact, right? So um, like a Sotheby's, for example, Sotheby's um, has has created an entire Sotheby's experience inside the Decentraland. And the art is actually NFT art inside Sotheby's, right? So it's people coming inside a virtual world and experiencing virtual art as well. So there are a few ways in which brands are trying to utilize that. And we've seen even, you know, Pepsi recently launched their entire NFT collection of, uh, you know, it's a microphone actually, which has different atti- 50 different attributes onto it. Budweiser has a bunch of, um, you know, their older cans are being sold as NFTs in terms of art as well. Um, so virtual selling becomes one integral part of the entire 3.0 journey where you can create communities around art, around music um, and getting people together to actually unify it, you know, the entire the, the experience online. Um, today many metaverses are being built out bases even say a dating metaverse. So people who are interested in dating like imagine taking a Tinder or a Bumble into the metaverse wherein instead of me talking or chatting on a, you know, on an app, 
I'm literally seeing the person as an avatar inside the metaverse and, and talking to them face to face. So even though I'm sitting in different cities, uh, it, it sort of broadens out my geographical horizon of meeting people across the country as well now, talking to them, seeing them, you know, having discussing likes and dislikes, going on a virtual coffee date inside the metaverse as well. Recently, a couple got mad in the metaverse as well. So a lot of, you know, fun and funny things are happening, but I think uh, the, the big question to answer is that what is the end utility we're trying to give to the end consumer? Of course, up until now, it's been a lot of vanity, it's been like a lot of pr ideas, but eventually we've got to find a reason to build out the NFT or to build out the metaverse to give the consumer an experience that actually adds value to his life. Um, I think that's just broadly as to what we're seeing in the 3.0 space, you know, sort of building out. Uh, I think even the blockchain, you know, as a concept in itself, it's, it's so strong that, you know, uh, really imagine not having to have any documents now, right? I remember like when I was trying to look at investing in some land, I had to go through so many different papers, right? And trying to find the, the buyer, the previous buyers. Imagine all of this is built on the blockchain. It is, no one can, you know, mess with the blockchain. It is, it is completely transparent. Uh, records cannot be lost, papers cannot be lost. It's all built out so seamlessly that, you know, it adds value using a blockchain for an actual need that I don't need physical paper anymore. It, the entire transaction can be built out on the blockchain. So I think some exciting, you know, ideas that we can sort of, you know, explore for sure. I mean, in, in your experience, our clients also asking about 3.0 and... It, it's funny, yes. Uh, I think since the time Facebook announced uh, yeah. Meta and they're, they're moving to a different direction and all that, we've, we've asked, we've had a lot of conversation with a lot of uh, uh, customers around it, but everybody's, especially in India, uh, everybody's kind of holding on to taking that first step. And I think somewhere, uh, because it's a world which is new, it's a world which has a lot of uh, technical jargon around it, complex words, smart contracts, DAOs, Web 3.0, Metaverse, NFTs, it's just overwhelming. So everybody's kind of holding on to, uh, you know, their next steps or, you know, just playing a waiting game. But I think if, you know, companies like us, companies like yours can help improve or not improve, actually simplify the jargon, make it more utilitarian than, you know, throwing heavy words at the customers. Yeah. I think we can actually form uh, or at least increase the pool of early adopters. And that's where I think we we are thinking of moving, make, yeah. simplifying this whole world for people who would want to adopt, but they're just, you know, standing right at the cliff. Yeah. Uh, and uh, that's what we are, you know, and in fact, my reason of being in Bombay today is that if you've heard uh, about JP Morgan opening a Metaverse bank, okay. we're doing a POC with a large bank in India to uh, open a Metaverse bank, right? It's a story that everybody wants to go after. Utility-wise, I think it'll be great if uh, uh, there can be certain adaption. Like, do you think there is certain bit of traction that is coming at your end? Yeah. So clients have been asking us, and the clients have been asking us that, you know, what can we do, tell us more. So where we are in our journey with the client is that we're also educating them. Doing like a, a newsletter, for example, we are creating training decks for our clients as well. And, the good thing is the clients themselves are asking us, saying, or batao, tell me more, how do I get into this? No, what can I do? So our, our aim is to first educate, because I think education right now, as you mentioned, is extremely low. Yeah. The concepts are extremely, are just jargons right now. And uh, 
people aren't able to fathom that you know they're like anyway my life is so complicated फिर उसके ऊपर पुटिंग मी इन साइड अनदर वर्ल्ड वैन यू टू ऑल्सो बाय क्लोथ दे बाय अ कार ऑल्सो यू नो बाय फ्यूल फॉर माई कार इन साइड अ मेटर वर्ल्ड लाइक वाई डू आई नीड ऑल ऑफ दैट स्टफ राइट सो ट्राई टू सिंप्लीफाई दीज थिंग्स फॉर दैम एंड लेटिंग दैम नो द पॉसिबिलिटीज एंड ऑफकोर्स यू नो एवरी ब्रांड नीड नॉट बी डूइंग एवरी थिंग यू कैन पिक एंड चूज वॉट मेक्स द मोस्ट अमाउंट ऑफ सेंस राइट लाइक यू कैन डू लाइक अ लिमिटेड एडिशन ड्रॉप यू नो विथ एन एफ टीज इन साइड अ मेटर वर्स विच मेक्स सेंस इट कुड बी लाइक अ शॉर्ट टर्म ड्रॉप इट नीड नॉट बी लाइक अ सस्टेन्ड conversation for like 3 years it could be like a two week activity you do sell some art sell some limited edition t-shirts clothes whatever move out of it but then then you can do that every quarter every year or whatever or maybe you can build out an experience where where customers can come and do like a virtual try on for say clothes or maybe they can they can meet with brand ambassadors inside the metaverse right one idea which we had is that um, since many brands of ours have brand ambassadors for the brand can you do a meet and greet inside the metaverse where uh, you can literally be sitting across a table with you know a category a celebrity uh, having a conversation that guy sitting in his plush bungalow in bandra and your customer sitting across the country but you're having a round table inside a metaverse discussing things you can probably do a dance together so we we are in fact building something for geo as well where in you know with the ipl you can play stone paper scissors with uh, virat kohli um, or you can do like a running game against dhoni so Building out these immersive experiences become a very important part of it. So right now, by educating clients, trying to build out a few use cases, I think once clients see it, they believe it, they understand what it means. But in theory, it becomes very difficult to explain to Absolutely. them. Absolutely. In fact, I started using Quest uh, three months ago, okay. and it is just crazy the kind of applications you can imagine. Yeah. I mean, right now, I think Gen Alpha, Gen Z, or the early adopters playing games and shit, you know, on on. on on uh, various virtual worlds but i think the application is immense if you immediately think of it how do you think you know that customer segment which is right now 12 to 16 years old which is right now roaming around in virtual world how do you think that shift could be from that to say a 16 to 24 year old or 24 to 30 like what kind of industries would have to kind of come in build something in metaverse adapt this technology to increase that uh, you know adoption into into these users yeah so i think the the gel the gen alpha and as they rightly call the gen alpha because they're really the alphas in the room they know more than i think all of us combined totally te- typically when it comes to any concepts i mean they're way ab- ahead of the curve when it comes to new ideas technologies and sometimes when i see like even my my nephews playing on their phone i'm like how do you know this is at such a young age right like uh, they already understand the concept of blockchain they understand what cryptocurrencies are they investing in cryptocurrencies so um, i think what will really make uh, these conversations mainstream is also when brands get involved and brands could be any brand which has like a legacy you know when, when they come and start, start talking about it automatically they gravitate a lot of their followers to also come and adopt these conversations so i think for people like us who are millennials i would say uh, in a way i think when when some of our f- much loved brands or the much loved you know celebrities or much loved people who we look up to start talking about is when we start getting interested in that so i think it will come from a lot of education of getting some key opinion leaders to start you know adopting it in their own ecosystems uh, for us to start getting more interested in in this space but yeah i think it will be a, a gradual 
educational journey from moving from the Gen Alphas to the Gen Zs towards then the millennials to educate them. But uh, anyway, the critical mass in India is anyway your Gen Zs, right, in terms of the size of the population. So in a way, it's good that the Gen Zs are adopting these quicker because automatically they'll start pushing us old hags in a way to adopt them Don't quicker. Don't call yourself old. <laughs> You're pushing me into a different category. I mean, when I'm talking about a 12-year-old, when I'm talking about 12-year-old, 16-year-old, I mean, when we're quite we're old, old com- compared to that. But, uh, but I mean, I think once they start ado- adopting automatically, it, it motivates us to start thinking in that direction as well. Right. And like even the idea of like, you know, building the metaverse, NFTs have come from the younger guys. Uh, it comes from them saying, why don't we try this? Why don't we build this out actually? Plus, I think policymakers here, they have to really evolve themselves and, yeah. you know, understand where are we heading, where is the world heading and at least match up to, uh, yeah. you know, that speed or you know, not even match up, you know, be at least 20% on that speed. I mean, we're very re- regressive when it comes to policies around crypto, etc. Yeah. And I don't want to comment, make, make this conversation political. But, you know, you know what's happening yeah, around the world. Yeah, I mean, yeah. there is acceptance and then there is complete yeah. regression. Uh, for brands, what would be the right uh, way to create a business model around meta, in Metaverse, around Metaverse? Like, you know, is it, would it be NFTs? Would it be anything else? Like, what is that business model that they see as ROI? Because brands see ROI, right? I mean, they don't want to invest just because, you know, some of them would, but there has to be an ROI in the future. Yeah. So there are a few things that brands can actually do to monetize, right? So one could surely be the NFTs because the NFTs become an attribute to give to your avatar as well inside the metaverse. So again, it could be wearables on the, on the body of the avatar. The possibilities inside the metaverse are exactly like what it is in the physical world. I can, we can build anything inside the metaverse. So hundred and thousand ideas that can come over there. But also what brands are asking us is that how can you also, um, you know, at the bottom of the funnel, get conversions, right? So, and that becomes very important. Like, can I actually take them onto an e-commerce platform from there and make a purchase for like a shampoo, for example? So it's like a digital experience Ex- that we're all creating yeah. from virtual and you know, what's actually happening yeah. right now. Yeah. If, if the after actually has the use of the product inside the physical, I mean, inside the digital world, then mm. that's great. Otherwise you can also make the transaction happen in the digital, uh, sorry, in the, in the physical, physical world, world and to come world. into your yeah, physical yeah, home yeah. as well. Yeah. So in fact, uh, you know, yesterday only I was talking to my team and, uh, and obviously creative minds that keep experimenting and all that. So I got to know that, that we, we are creating like five different metaverse environments. Uh, you know, five different scenarios and how they would look like and all that. And I'm like, I'm all kicked. Please show me that stuff because, you know, whatever you're seeing is created by other people right now. But once you create something that is that is part of your company or part of your team, it's just beautiful to, you know, kind of experience that. So as a, you know, low entry point, uh, low entry barrier, uh, AR would be, I think, something that really would encourage the industry to move towards because it, it kind of is very converging a point where you know you don't have to be uh, inside a metaverse you don't have to use expensive uh, VR sets and all but you just have your phone etc and you start engaging with that particular world 
through that. Do you, do you think have you received some of such queries or interest in building AR? We we have, and you know we do. We've actually recently you know uh, gotten into like a network model with a company which builds AR. So they've been our AR partner for the past couple of years now, and we're getting them on board into nice. Shebang as well nice. uh, to build out you know experiential AR for our clients. Um, you know, in fact, like one example that comes to mind for me is Lenskart, who's who had used AR much much earlier on when it came to virtual try-ons for the for the right. you know glasses. Um, in fact, I've made purchases using the virtual try-ons on Lenskart uh, because you I had my my number I knew, so I just want to see how the look you know how the eventual look looks like. I think AR, which is linked to conversion, is very very uh, I think important to have because it can. Really, you know, decide the bottom of the funnel when it comes to making the conversion. Right. Um, so while you can do all the good branding on the social platforms or across the different media vehicles, getting them onto a website, making them experience they are, and then making the purchase becomes the bottom of funnel conversion. Right. I think that's the direction in which AR should move towards. And especially, I think what lockdown taught us is that people could not go out of their house to try on things into a physical brick and mortar store. So can we give them that experience through AR? Uh, and I think that's going to be the way forward as well. Like, I think the first step towards metaverse would be first through AR, then getting completely into a VR experience. And that's what my belief is, because that's just not uh, limited to gaming right now, because VR right now is 90%, 95% gaming, right? And that's what, you know, is bringing people to ro look at Roblox, look, uh, look at any other such platform, it's around gaming. But AR could solve a few good use cases and then the entry into uh, you know VR would be easier to uh, happen, I, I guess. What what do you think you know would now say next, let's say one year, next two years for you guys? What would be the way you would want the brands to kind of create an efficient entry towards uh, Web 3.0 per se? Let's. We do have a couple of brands who have you know come to us with a brief for Web 3.0 and specifically Metaverse because uh, they are again youth oriented brands and they're talking to this Gen Z millennial kind of audience. Um, we're in fact doing an entire creator symposium meetup inside a Metaverse. I can't name the brand though, but um, we're going to be doing like you know influencers coming into the Metaverse, meeting up having conversations, nice. having contests inside there and then, you know, gratifications happening through the metaverse as well. So again, not naming brands or industries, but we are building on a couple of these exciting projects and looking nice. forward to taking them live very soon. But um, again, it's, it's good that clients are wanting to be the first movers. Like we have a few brands who are saying, Kuch to karte, let's try something, let's do something, right. anything. Right. Of course, right now the utility is fairly low. It's a lot of PRable ideas, but so be it, I guess, when you are able to get the PR, more, more people get to know about the technology, they adopt, maybe they'll download, you know, an app like a Loka, which is a metaverse, or they'll get onto a spatial, for example. But I think the more adoption that comes in, the more the conversations also start happening among friend circles, among groups, among families, for example. People are thinking, you know, people of various age groups, people of various profession they are thinking that okay there is something happening and you know world is moving in that direction well that's great but I think for creators as such like the insta bonds per se yeah. it's it's a new world for them and I think they're the first ones will get on to it and creator economy within metaverse will drive a lot of things what do you think about it I mean you you have so many creators that you talk to so I think one form of creators are the guys who are making 
who are building the 3D, who are building the code behind it. And the second creators are the ones who are making content inside the metaverse. Um, and they could be your traditional influencers who've been big on the TikTok, Instagram, or now they maybe enter into a metaverse. And I'm sure you'll have, you know, even influencers inside a metaverse who have a voice, who are the ones who are gravitating the most amount of influence inside a particular metaverse as well. So um, I think it's a moment of time before which we start finding, you know, key influencers even inside a metaverse yeah. who I can send my virtual product to saying, virtually try on karo pe and tell your virtual followers what, how, right. why this product is actually So that they buy it in the physical world. Or in the virtual, virtual world. Virtual world also, yeah. Yeah, you never know how, right. whatever it needs to what be. What the product is, right? Yeah. It depending yeah. on the product yeah. actually, the category as well. So every time someone views the content or interacts with the influencer or the creator in the metaverse, they get paid in a particular crypto coin as well. So suddenly even the influencer is monetizing their time and effort for making content, making engagement inside the metaverse and they're earning a crypto as their payment uh, currency basically. Unlike what is happening right now, say per se on Instagram, it's only ad revenue, it's only brands driven revenue. Exactly. Right? Yeah. Here so I can actually suddenly become business owners actually. Exactly. And, yeah. and I can, and because the blockchain is a, is a logic that the platform can build for themselves and they can have any logic they want to build into it. They can create any form of engagement as a monetary earning opportunity. No, I think world is moving in a direction which is very exciting. Uh, obviously, it is scary for a lot of people, but with the right education, with the right uh, knowledge transfer, it will become, I would say, less overwhelming and people will be ready to adapt. You can't, you, you don't have everybody on Web 2.0 also, right? There are people who don't use internet, they're like, they're very bleak users of internet, right? Uh, social medias have changed it, Instagram has changed it, TikTok has changed it, I mean, you, a small village in uh, Africa would have people making TikToks and uh, you know Instagram and uh, you know entire world watches it and all. I think that that thing will happen within the uh, metaverses and the virtual worlds also. And I think world will converge into a very small uh, uh, you know being. A, 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 if that lack for a better word, I mean. It, we'll be able to interact with anybody anywhere, I guess, I mean. Exactly, I think the word uses convergence, right? Like I'm actually imagining in the future where you have say 50 metaverses converging yeah, so that you have different, you know, niches coming together into one right. larger ecosystem, like how the earth is built out. And of course you have countries, you have cities, right. but imagine like all of this converging into one large metaverse yeah. where everyone is coexisting, converging. Yeah. Um, living a second life, for example, you know, yeah, in, a, yeah. in case, totally. in case they, they die in the physical world. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, th that's where I'm guessing the future of the metaverse would be convergence of all together. Yeah. Whatever it is, I think I'm happy that we're part of this digital uh, wave and uh, not, if not early adopters, but you know, the second generation to adopt all these things, we'll be able to drive this particular uh, domain even faster, I guess. I mean, I really am looking forward to a lot of good stuff happening in the years to come, and uh, and I'll I wish you all the best for you know this journey and uh, making Shebang 3.0. And uh, and I saw 2.0 outside, and said 3.0 should not be far then, yeah, right? Sure. And maybe the next Shebang officer being inside the metaverse, only. Absolutely, <laughs> man. Why not? <laughs>
buy have a physical yeah. space and pay rent right yeah, like yeah, i'm just yeah. have a good space inside decentraland have a two acre plot and you know, build a have you land. bought have you bought something in decentraland i actually haven't but i'm um, you should now <laughs> yeah it's, it's it's quite expensive actually yeah, so i was checking yeah. out the price and is is that expensive to buy virtual land yeah. like what is this you live in bombay i think <laughs> <laughs> you should not talk about land prices at all <laughs> but but good man i mean it's a great conversation i guess i think uh, uh, i i think we're able to at least drive some conclusion out of it and some understanding on the domain i mean otherwise it's very complex everywhere try to simplify it and uh, yeah i hope these yeah. examples actually open up people's yeah. minds to understanding Absolutely. what is the possibility because it's still like a black hole right like once it you is, get something to real like now where do i stop because there's so much to discover i yeah, hope these yeah. examples actually give people perspective into yeah, yeah. what is possible you know, Absolutely. Yeah. yeah good man thank you so much uh, Absolutely. thank you everyone for listening that was Akshay Gurnani from Shibang and uh, we hope you like the conversation and we love you to subscribe to this podcast on Spotify, Google and Apple and thank you for listening.